Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Crooked Illness. If you are new here, my name is Paris Prinkevich, and I'm the creator and host of the Crooked Illness podcast, where we get into all things health-related, and the primary focus of the podcast within the umbrella of health-related topics is mental health and mindset. I started Crooked Illness as a way to motivate, inspire, empower, and educate people on these interesting topics. My background and biggest passion stems from the field of psychology. After completing both my BA and MBA in healthcare administration, along with working at a behavioral health clinic, my passion for mental health only continued to grow. As a result of this, I decided to start Crooked Illness to bring more awareness, tips, conversations to the table about these topics. I offer my perspective on the work I've done and how it inspired me to begin this podcast. Along with this perspective, I also speak about my personal experiences with mental health and how I use those experiences to help educate, inspire, and motivate others. I really enjoy doing interviews and connecting with people who also love to discuss and learn more about mental health. If you would like to learn more, become a guest, or connect, feel free to reach out to me by shooting me a message on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, or to my email at crookedillness.gmail.com. Email.com. And let's get right into what we're talking about today. So as you guys can see from the title, we are going to be discussing fear. And joining me in this conversation is my guest today, Nishma Jarina. But before we jump in, I want to tell you guys a little bit about her. So Nishma also has her own podcast called What Is, where she talks about big topics surrounding what things like love and fear are with her co-host named Keith. I was actually a guest on her show where we got into what fear means to us. And I've known Nishma for about seven years now. And we originally met at Paradise Valley Community College when we were both students there. She is 24 years old, graduated from Paradise Valley High School, attended and graduated with high distinction from PVCC and currently works at a marketing company. So without further ado, thank you, Nishma, for coming to talk about this today. Hi, Paris. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to finally record this with you because, yes, oh my gosh, because I actually have a real microphone and real headphones so it's not it's not a joke anymore we're taking this sounds like a professional podcaster so i'm really excited <laughs> yes yes okay so i really wanted to have you come on here and talk about this because after having the conversation with you on your podcast about fear it inspired me to focus specifically on that conversation we had about fear busters and more specifically what that means so what does it mean to you to be a fear buster to me what it really means is to overcome your fears Mm -hmm. whether it may be by just writing it down telling someone acting on it which personally i think that's the best way Mm -hmm. it's just overcoming your fears no matter what they may be yeah yeah because you know when we when you mentioned that word when we were having that conversation and you know it it really it really inspired me to learn more about fear and to actually actually learn more about my own fears and things like that because of because of the conversation that we had so what what do you think is at the root of most fears that people have whether that be you know something like public speaking fear of failure or any kind of fear what do you think is really at the root of those fears well first of all i wanted to mention that i'm super excited that i was able to get some thoughts going for you that's always super awesome to hear 
Um, but I would honestly say that it always has to do with some sort of a circumstance that you've been placed under, whether it may be some sort of a good circumstance or a bad circumstance. Everything has an impact on us as humans. So it always makes it difficult to kind of discern whether we're in a good situation or a bad situation and what we get to take away from it. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because when, especially with, you know, when, we, when you mentioned before with, you know, everyone has their different reasons why they're fearful of different things. And, you know, we talked about, you know, when different things happen to you in your life, or maybe when you see, you know, someone that you care for or that you're close with have a situation happen to them. And that could end up having, having you actually fear something that you didn't, that you didn't know about before. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing. It doesn't necessarily have to happen to you hundred percent. It can be mm-hmm. something that you've observed happen to somebody else or that you've heard about, or some sort of a similar experience that you've had, it also affects you. Mm. Yeah, yeah, because I know you mentioned to me before, we, t- we talked about this before, and I remember you, you were telling me about specifically about public speaking, and um, you told me a really great story, actually, about where you used to work at the Apple store, and you had an experience there with a customer. So if you could share that story, because I know that that kind of relates to, you know, you having a fear of something, and what did you do to really get over that fear and you really talked about that experience and how that really helped you you know come out of that box with being afraid of public speaking so what what really happened with with that experience that was probably one of my most life-changing experiences if i can label it that way Mm -hmm. just because it opened my eyes to so many things um it was probably my first or second week working with customers face to face not in training anymore by myself Mm-hmm. And gentleman comes in super irate, super angry. His phone's not working, kind of throws it in my face and says, I need you to fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to understand I'm still new. I'm still learning everything. And I'm trying to help him the best as I can. He's not liking my answers. He just gets to the point that he tells me, well, you don't know anything. I want someone that knows something like you're not doing your job and just starts yelling at me mm-hmm. pretty much in front of the whole store. Um, yeah. Yeah. Course, no. Oh. Yeah, I I didn't even know how to handle that situation. That kind of stuck with me. I was about to cry in the middle of the floor. So poor manager of mine had to intervene and step in for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I did have a conversation with him afterwards because of that. Mm -hmm. But it was more or less of you did your job. You stood your ground and that's all we can ask you for. But just remember that this is what's going to shape you into coming out of your comfort zone. And it pretty much did. Now I'm not scared to publicly speak. Um, I'm more confident and open with my opinions. I do express them a lot more. And I started my own podcast, like you mentioned earlier. That definitely got me out of my comfort zone for sure. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I was so excited when you told me you did that. I was like, yes, because you always talk, all all the topics you've talked about are, you know, you've inspired me. And you've actually motivated me to want to learn more about those things. And especially that story that you just shared with, with that customer, because I feel like a lot of the times with, you know, a lot of people, we often are in situations that are really uncomfortable and really scary and not, not a good situation. And, you know, we can either take that situation and help, help, you know, let that make us grow and learn something from that, or we can take that and, you know, let that, um, make us fearful and 
afraid of ever having anything like that happen again. So, you know, I'm really happy to hear that, you know, the way you handled that. And obviously that's, that's really, that sh- that's not okay to, you know, but it does happen. Cause I know, you know, we, I also told you before that I've, you know, worked in, um, uh, similar jobs myself where I've had the same thing happen to me. And I also did not know how to respond, did not know, you know, what, what I should be saying, what I should be doing. And I, it, it almost just felt like what you described where you said you were about to start crying because you just felt like you don't know how to respond or what to do. Um, but you know, I'm really happy that, you know, because of that situation, you've become more comfortable with public speaking and sharing your opinion and starting your podcast and actually, you know, not, not being afraid anymore. So it feels really good to like be open about how you feel, how situations make you feel to even share your experiences because you really don't know who you're impacting until you actually start to say something. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. Because just even, you know, knowing that you went and started your own podcast and hearing that and seeing that, you know, because I know um, just, you know, for my own self, I was always so, I was always afraid, you know, I had, I did have a fear, a fear of, you know, you can call it a fear of public speaking. Cause I did, I was terrified, <laughs> terrified of that, but I feel like, you know, everybody, like we mentioned, everybody deals with that differently, you yeah. know, and there's different, I feel like sometimes they're different. There's different stages that we go through, you know, like we mentioned, you mentioned this to me before is that, um, what, you know, the advice that you'd have for someone who's struggling with fear you told me about you know what advice what what advice would you offer to somebody who you know you were having a conversation with them and they told you that they were you know dealing with something they were afraid of or fearful of what would you what advice would you give to that person to overcome that um the first one that i would actually give is write it down Mm -hmm. put it out into the universe make it known even if it's just for yourself that you are having this fear make it a rational thing don't let it be so irrational anymore put it into a perspective where you can understand it yourself do research about the fear that you're having do research on different methods where you can overcome the fear um talk to people who really know you is probably going to be the biggest one because they can provide a different perspective on what you see Mm -hmm. and a rational perspective on how that fear is making you feel so for example for me it's the fear of public speaking and it's funny because my boyfriend and I always have this back and forth discussion of where I tell him I'm still kind of nervous to public speak and he'll come up to me and tell me really Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I personally don't think so I think that you've come out of your shell but what makes you so scared of doing so and so he'll ask me all these open-ended questions to help me figure out that hey maybe I'm not so scared Mm -hmm. of it anymore Um, Another one would be talking to a professional. If you don't have anybody close to you that you feel comfortable with, go to a stranger. They could probably listen to you a lot more than you think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, and especially what you said right there with the conversation you had with your boyfriend, because I feel like maybe he perceives you to be confident and you're, you know, you were saying, I'm still afraid sometimes with doing public speaking. And he, and I feel like that's something that, you know, I've run into a lot is I'll, I'll say that I'm afraid of something or I'm scared of something. And people will say, oh, you know, like they would, they would have no idea because you don't, you don't seem like it, right? You don't look like it. You don't, you don't act like it, but you know, 
you know, you know for yourself that that's a fear that you have. And yeah. I think that's really great that he was asking you, you know, asking you those open-ended questions, trying to get you to, um, you know, dig deeper into that and figure out, you know, what's going on with that. I think that's really helpful. And especially, you know, what you mentioned too is talking to a stranger. And that's something that's huge because I know we've talked about therapy in the past as well. And even if it's not, you know, it doesn't always have to be therapy, but, you know, just so, and even if you don't have somebody you trust who you are close with talking to anybody you know anybody you can about what's going on what you're dealing with what you're struggling with and really seeing you know maybe they can offer you a piece of advice or something that you wouldn't have been able to get yourself right in that moment you know yeah, yeah so i feel like you know especially with you know, the fear of public speaking that you were talking about. I feel like that's a really, it's such a common thing, you know, because I feel like it's its more common to, to run into people who say that they have that fear, but then you meet people, right? Who, you know, like someone like, like me, I used, I used to literally be the person in class who would get up from my seat and go to the bathroom when I knew like we, they would do like popcorn reading where people would read and then I would be the next person to have to read and yeah. I would get out and like leave, I would literally leave the room because I was so afraid to even read like a paragraph in front of people because and I feel like oftentimes like our fears really originate from our own our own thought processes that that we really create create ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, like you mentioned that that you used to be really afraid of public speaking and how you've kind of been able to step out of your shell and really deal with that and really face that and not have it so much in the way that you used to. So what, you know, for you, what is the like the greatest lesson that you've learned through facing your fear of public speaking? I feel like it's more of a quote that I was actually told by my manager at Apple. Mm -hmm. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest takeaway that I've had from any fear that I've faced before, just because I was also diagnosed with anxiety in high school. So it's like, well, I guess this is great. You're busting mm -hmm. this on on top of that. So what am I supposed to do now, you know? Mm. And so for me, that was like the biggest thing, just get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like that's, you can apply that to so many different things, right? Because yeah. when you sit there and you think about it, I feel like it's, it's easier, right? It's, it's definitely easier to, to remain comfortable, to stay in that space, but it, it's, it's hard. Fear, yeah. It's hard and it takes, and it takes work and it takes time and it's not always, you know, cause maybe, you know, maybe both of us know, right. That, okay, we have this fear and we know what it is. We've written it down. We've talked about it with people we trust. We, we've worked through that, but now we have to actually take the steps to, um, just to work, work towards moving away from that fear. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to do that because we, we kind of create this, I don't know what the word is for it, but it's kind of the way, the way that we view certain things or the, the way, the way that we talk to ourselves, right? Yeah. I feel like we tend to justify all of our actions. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So when you're talking, right. So when you're, if, you know, if you have to get up and give a speech in front of 400 people. And, you know, what if you're not prepared and someone says, okay, here, you know, it's your turn to go, go up there. 
And, you know, I feel like the way that we talk to ourselves about these situations, right? So if we sit there and we say, okay, I can't do this. I can't do it. You know, and you, and you kind of set yourself up for not even being able to get up onto the stage. But if you try to, you know, break that down, and I, and I definitely understand with dealing with anxiety, that is not an easy thing to do. That is not an easy thing just to say, all right, you know, I'm going to get up there and just do it. You know, yeah. it's not, it's not always easy. And it, you know, and a lot of times people really want it to be, but I feel like we, we learn a lot through actually dealing with our fears and overcoming oh, them. Yeah. Because the one, the, the, the story that you shared with dealing with that customer who, you know, who came, who came in, who was very upset, yelling, his phone wasn't working. He wants you to fix it. And then he's saying that he doesn't want to deal with you. He wants somebody else. And, you know, I mean, I've even seen that myself when I remember being in the Apple store at different times and I would see people, you know, who would come in and be yelling and throwing their phone down and really upset. And I, I would just sit there and I remember just watching and, you know, look, and I just trying to, you know, understand, you know, how, how is this person who is trying to help this customer? How are they feeling? Yeah. And it's hard because you try to empathize with the person, but at the same time you have this anger. Yeah. It's not even towards the actual individual who's helping. It's towards the person who's just mistreating that person. And it makes you feel really bad. Mm-hmm. No, no, totally. Cause it's like, you're even if, even if you're in that situation, right? So if you're the, you're the person who is working there and you're getting yelled at, or you're the person who's yelling at someone like that. And I feel like, um, people need to, you know, especially having that fear, right. Of your, cause if you already have a fear of public speaking, I know I definitely did when I first started working at 16, I was I was terrified to even greet customers who were coming because sure. they come in and you have to say, Hey, how, how's how are you going? How's it going? Oh, yeah. I, struggled. I, I would, I, I remember they would tell me in training, like, this is what you do. And I remember I would, I would literally like look the other way and no, I, I don't even, I honestly don't know why I was so afraid of even, you know, saying hello, how are you? How's your day? Because oftentimes when we think about it, right, when we go into a store and you walk into a store and someone greets you and says, hi, how are you? You say good. And then you ask them how they are and you, you, you just walk around. And I feel like we, we could end up actually creating these scenarios of, oh no, what if I, you know, what if I say the wrong thing or what if this, and I, I don't honestly don't even know really where, where that comes from, but I feel like it, it, it starts to turn into a snowball effect. Oh, absolutely. You know, and in all honesty, I feel like we could either be our cheerleaders or Debbie Downers. We get to mm. choose what we are. So that's yeah. how we tend to pep talk ourselves. If we know we can do it and we feel confident, yeah, we can do this. Let's go out there and get it. If we feel some sort of doubt, some sort of just any not confidence whatsoever, any lack of confidence, then we'll be like, you know what? Maybe I can't do this. And this is when the one ifs come in. So what if this person doesn't like me? Or what if I mess mm -hmm. up this word? Or what if? And then it's just, like you said, it turns into this giant snowball effect. But we are the ones that ultimately control that. And we are mm -hmm. the ones that have to step out of that comfort zone and, and just step over our own doubts and say, you know what? I know I can do it and I will do it. Yeah, I love what you I love what you just said right there that we can either be our we can either be our cheerleader for ourselves or we can tell ourselves this isn't going to work or the yeah. you know negative things. And I feel like, you know, with what you just said, it's 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 something that 
I, you know, even when you think about something that's really simple, right? So if you're, if you're out somewhere and you see someone and you want to give that person a compliment, right? Like you see someone, you're like, oh, like, you know, I like her shoes or I like her hair. Or I like this guy's outfit or whatever. You want to give them a compliment. I remember this has happened to me so many times. Like <laughs> so many times where I'll want to do that. And I would just, I would get, a fr I don't know why, but you know, I would sit there and I'd be like, oh, I want to, you know, tell that person that they have, you know, like this or whatever and make their day and make them, you know, feel good or whatever. And I would just, I would hesitate because then I would start to, to doubt myself and say, well, you know, what, what if it's not the right time to say it? Or what if they, you know, what if they're busy or they're on their phone or they're not going to, you know, and then I would just, and then I feel like it is, it really is a snowball effect because you start with one thing and you can either be the positive side and the cheerleader of this will work or you go down this the side where it's this isn't going to work and then you list like a list of reasons why it's not going to work and yeah. and i think that's why it's such a it's such a good thing that you said that to actually write down your fears to you know like what you said is to make it to put it down on paper and to really see what they are because i feel like a lot of the times we have you know, you know, we, we know that there's certain things that make us uncomfortable and that doesn't necessarily mean we're like, we're fearful of that. But, you know, we talked about this before is that, um, you know, the, what do you, what do you think the power in writing down those fears is? We have the complete and total power of that because that's how we will overcome those fears. Mm -hmm. If we are the ones that can control ourselves and put them down in pen and paper, we automatically have control over them. Yeah, because you're you're make you're putting it down, you're looking at it, you're seeing what it is, and then from there, then from there, what do you do from from that point? So after you write them down, you see what they are, what would you where would you go from there? I, being the analytical person that I am, I would probably research into my fears mm -hmm. and see, or even write down any memories that I may have that might have led to that fear, mm -hmm. um, or ask my mom or somebody that would really know those experiences and just sit down with them and say, hey, I think I have fear of public speaking. Can you kind of walk me through my childhood? Because I'm pretty sure that's where it started. And just talk about it and see where it takes me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I love, I love that you said to talk to, talk to people who know you because that that's so true is that, you know, maybe, maybe you might think, right. Okay. This is why I'm afraid of this. But if you talk to, you know, your mom, your dad, your sister, your boyfriend, anyone who knows you and has a relationship with you, maybe that person can shed more light on maybe why you're afraid or have fear of a certain thing. Right. Because you know, I know like with, you know, I feel like a lot of people do this, right? Where we think, we think we know why we're afraid of something, right? We think we know, you know, what, what caused that and what led up to that. But I feel like, you know, you offering that uh, piece of advice of actually talking to people who know you, you give, you open yourself up to being able to learn more about yeah. your fear. You open and yourself up for a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Knowing about your fear is just one of them. Mm -hmm. But there are so many possibilities. Just like just having a normal conversation with them can open up about your experiences and your past and what makes you happy, what makes you angry. There's a lot of things that be can like lead into this, but talking about your fears is a good segue to talk about the rest of your life. 
Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Definitely. Because if you, you know, once you're able to, and I feel like we talked about this too, the vulnerability aspect of that and that mm-hmm. how a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people, I don't want to say that because that's not, but I know just m- m- not everyone is maybe so comfortable with opening up about their fears, right? Or talking yeah. about that because obviously it's not, you know, it's not like a positive conversation. It's not something that's going to, you know, be a happy thing to talk about but i feel like for sure like what you said right there is that when you when you're able to do that and when you're able to open up you know even to to somebody right somebody you trust or you know even you know do research like you said do research and figure out you know maybe where does this come from i feel like you you open yourself up for you know the possibility of just connecting you know in with other people and just connecting with a lot of different things that you closed yourself off to because of the fear of being vulnerable with, with your fears. Absolutely. And I feel like it's hard, you know, it's, it's not always an easy thing, right? Especially if, because everybody has, you know, everybody has something, right? Everybody has something that they've experienced that they've gone through that they're, that, that they might be experiencing right now that is, is, it isn't easy. It's not easy to get into. It's not easy to bring up. It's not easy to talk about, but I feel like, you know, it's, and that's why, you know, I love that the both of us are really, you know, such big advocates for therapy because when you do that, and even, you know, some people might even have a fear of going to therapy, right? Because, you know, you don't know that person, you don't, and, and I love what you, you mentioned to me before as well, you know, when, if you're considering, going to therapy is doing your research on the different people that you can go to or you know who you could talk to you know looking into them and what and things like that to make yourself feel more comfortable and i know you know like you mentioned previously before that you know the the benefits of that and how that's helped you know and that how how that can help people actually you know overcome those fears and really you know just kind of live the life that they live, live their life the way they want to live it. Right. Without being, you know, always having this thing in the background that's kind of like just there and it's not, you know, it's just in the way and they don't really know how to deal with it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's why, you know, I really wanted to have you come on here and talk about this because I know, I don't know who it was. I don't know if it was you or Keith. One of you guys said fear busters. And as soon as I heard you say that, I was like, we need to have a conversation about this because this is, it's a huge thing. It's a huge thing, you know, just having, you know, and it obviously it's not, you know, something that everyone wants to talk about is fear and their fears and what led to their fears and things like that. But I feel like there's so many benefits of that, that do come with that, with, you know, with opening up about that, with learning about them, with kind of, you know, like you said, doing research on that. And you know you better Mm -hmm. in the long run. It's going to help you decide what path you need to take in your life and how to follow certain things. So it's not only going to be beneficial for that other person that Mm -hmm. you're getting to know or that you want to dig deeper with, but it's going to be beneficial for yourself. Yes. Yes. Because you're actually like what you mentioned before. So if you had to say, you know, the, the biggest benefit that you could pick out from doing that, what do you think that is? For me, it would just be understanding where these situations are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I, I honestly don't feel like this giant gloomy cloud over my shoulder anymore. I feel free. So I have this comfortability and this confidence to just kind of talk about things a little more openly, which always helps, of course. Not only when you're just meeting people, but when you're in a committed relationship or looking for anything serious out there. It helps you open up and state your case and just tell them straight to the point. This is what I want. This is how I want things to be. And I really hope that you don't take my opinion the wrong way, but this is how I feel. Yeah. And what, you know, what, what you just said right there is, you know, freedom, just yeah. being free. And, you know, that that's so true because, you know, like we did, like we talked about earlier, is just once you're able to do, to do that and, you know, open up about that and, and dive deeper into those fears and things like that, you really are able to open the doors to feeling more free in your life, right? Because you're not, you know, because if you don't deal with, you know, the fears that you have, where do they go? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or the feeling in general. I know that a lot of fear can tend to close up your feelings. So you become more reserved and keep things to yourself. Um, once you overcome your fears and you are comfortable with acknowledging those fears, it'll allow you to open up to people a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a hundred percent because that's, and, espe- and especially too, like what you just said right there, when you're able to, to do that, you can connect more with other people and, yeah. you know, get closer to other people and actually, you know, have a more fulfilled life. Right. And feel just, you know, like what you said, feel free. So, yeah, well, you know what? I'm glad that you're here right now and we, that we, that we did this and made this happen because this is a conversation that I've been wanting to have with you for a while. So I'm, I'm happy that we, we finally did it. We made it happen and you offered so many good points and so, and so much good advice on this topic and just really being able to, you know, understand your fear, really get into it. And all the things that you mentioned with, you know, writing it down, talking to a person that you're close with, a loved one, and, you know, even talking to a stranger or therapy and all, all the points that you mentioned were super helpful. So I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to come out here and really dive into this conversation. It was a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me, Paris. Yes, yes. And you guys need to go check her podcast out, okay? Her podcast is called What Is, and it is available on the Anchor app, but you can also listen to it as well on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go check it out. She talks about um, some really cool topics on there. She did. She talked about what is freedom. She also talked about the interview that she did with me and Keith as well on fear. And it's, it's just really cool. So go check her out. And yeah, I hope you guys all have a great rest of your day and enjoy the weekend. Thank you so much, Paris, for everything. Yeah. All right. Bye.